Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Paladins of Voltron, an unofficial podcast about the Netflix original series Voltron Legendary Defender. I'm Jeremy, and with me is my friend Jason. How are you doing, Jason? Good. How are you? I'm doing great. Uh, once again, we're pleading for people. If you'd like to leave feedback, please uh, leave us a comment on any of our episodes um, on our website, or you can email us, feedback at podvocacy.com, or talk to us on Twitter, POV underscore podcast. Uh, also Instagram, same uh, same username, or on Facebook, we're POV Podcast with no underscore. Thanks for the unintentional podcasty plug in there. <laughs> Did I say podcasty? Somewhere, yeah. I'm fine with that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll fix that uh, in post. <laughs> no, no, the plug stays in. Uh, that's fine. Yeah, I, that's I what call, you get I, when you put something like podcast in your name. Well, yeah, exactly. I only call lance keith eight times last episode so yeah i'm not innocent <laughs> all right well this week uh we are going to be talking about um season two episode 10 of voltron legendary defender escape from beta traz and this was directed by eugene lee and written by josh hamilton uh, while hunk and keith are off playing with the weblum shiro pidge and lance are following up on some information that they got from, from the blade of Mamora about a genius engineer that the Galra have, have in a prison. The team executes a coordinated infiltration mission by the having the Blue Lion eject Shiro and Pidge into space, where they deactivate sensor drones, break into the facility, and then open up a hangar door so Lance can get the Blue Lion in. Once everyone's inside, Pidge discovers that there are actually two prison cells instead of the one that they were told would be there. Pidge heads to the command center to direct the team and manage the security systems, while Lance and Shiro each head to one one of the two cells. Oh, Pitch has ac- access to everything except for the third level of the facility, which is where the two prisoners are being held. So um, as they make their way, Lance sees a, the warden and Pitch has um, Lance take a picture so Pitch can turn that into a 3D hologram that their um, their wrist devices can um, can use to fool the facial recognition on the cell doors. Once they actually get to the cells, um, they each open the cells and they, they both think that they've found the right inmate. But neither one actually knows what Slav looks like, who is the scientist that they're looking for. Things get complicated as the warden enters the command center and Pitch has to go silent and hide. Lance escorts his agreeable Slav out as the prisoner just says yup to everything he asks. Shiroslav ends up being the real one, but his escape is complicated because... This one won't stop predicting the statistical improbabilities of his death from everything from the presence of Shiro being there to how his bed is made. Once the warden leaves the command center, Pidge is able to disable the remaining security systems. And while doing this, she finds footage of her brother Matt's escape. She can't focus on that, though, because the team has set off alarms and is being attacked by the warden and Galra troops. Shiro has Pidge turn off the gravity so he and Slav can get over some cracks in in the floor. So no mothers in alternate quantum universes can have broken backs. While the gravity is shut off, Shiro and Slav join up with Lance. And what um, what the real Slav reveals is the warden's warden's personal pet, Laika. Finally, in the hangar, the team discovers Galra troops blocking the lion, and the warden shows up, and he hulks up thanks to some liquid that's injected into his neck. He's decimating the team, and things look grim until Slav gets to a control board and opens the hangar. 
As everyone begins to be ejected into space, the warden grabs his Leica, or Yupper as he calls it, and then grabs Slav as he tries to make his escape. The doors are closing, but Lance proves that he's the team sharpshooter as he was boasting at the beginning of the episode as he takes a breath and shoots the warden's arm, releasing Slav, who is launched into the team's arms in space. And that's the end of the episode. They had a successful mission. Um, I thought this was a pretty enjoyable episode, uh, particularly how well the beginning was executed. The, um, the whole process of them deactivating the drones and getting into the base that just, I don't know if we've ever seen them work like such a well-oiled machine. Um, what did you think about that part, Jason? Yeah, that's actually a, a good point. Like this season is all about how as a team, you know, they've really come together and, you know, they didn't really go either way to show, you know, another training montage or anything right. like that. But what they do is, and you're exactly right, they're working together with well-oiled as a team. And it's to the point now where even though Lance is a little, you know, sure of himself and stuff, right. he's still doing what he's done. Right. You know, I mean, he, he's, last, while, while he has downtime and they're, you know, they're doing their part, that's where he's boasting. But when it comes yeah. time to, you know, okay, security systems down. He's you know right in there, right. And eventually, once we see um, once we see uh, Voltron formed again in this season, you know, there's no confusion about what the team's doing. They're all working right. as a unit. Everything's you know really good and set there. Um, and you know, it's just something that seems natural. They've been together this long. They fought how many row beasts now? Right now, it's not a matter of how do we make Voltron work. It's how do we work together to you know, defeat the Rovies or whatever. How do we best form. use these new abilities that have been showing up in the lines? Right. And- right. Um, and yeah, and like the moment where Pidge's um, brother is found and she just kind of freezes and like, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what I would do too. If my yeah. long lost, you know, brother and, you know, still know about her father yet, but, um, and yeah, and you know, Pidge just can take care of all this, you know, the, the drones and the, you know, and reversing the foam and stuff. And I like yeah. when she reverses the phone, how her little, her little face comes up and laughs at the oh, screen. Yeah. Because, like the little virus type face. Yep. Yeah. You know, just like on uh, independence day when Jeff yeah, Goldblum. That, that's exactly. And, and there's another independence day moment later in the series. Just similar to that. Oh, the whole geez. virus in the system. Oh yeah. 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 Of course. Yeah, right. So I think they, they use that joke a couple times, but yes. Um, yeah, I, I love that, and um, I I liked how Pidge, when, you know, like you said, she froze when she saw her brother, but then, you know, her teammates were in trouble. She immediately got back to that. Probably just the fact that she knew her brother had escaped probably gave her, you know, some confidence. Like, she, she knows that she has to survive because she has to find them. Oh, yeah, sure. Um, yeah, it's a whole different level at that point. Like the doubt's gone, mm-hmm. at least as far as her brother goes. Um, and of course, we get Shiro and Slav. We actually see Shiro lose it <laughs> for the first time ever, you, which I can't, I can't blame him. <laughs> that part of the episode was like all the stuff of Slav in the beginning parts were very frustrating for me to watch because I'm just like <laughs> I, I was feeling what Shiro was feeling. I'm like, just go <laughs> right. <laughs> 
Yeah, and <laughs> the smoothing out the sheets in the bed because one of the realities could. <laughs> and yeah, the whole breaking mother's backs. And Shiro's just like, you know that fairy tale? Which I don't necessarily think it's a fairy tale, but when yeah. I'm trying to escape a Galra maximum security prison meant for one person, I'm probably not too concerned about using the right verbiage. Right. Um, it's like, and Slop's just like, no, and all the realities, like somewhere a mother's back will break because of walking over this. Right. <laughs> And yeah, Shiro just kind of he does the anime white white wide white eyes and just starts going off on Slav, which is great. Yeah, and but then you know the fact that he, they realize oh just let's turn off the gravity then we don't have to worry about it. It mm-hmm. also helps out with the fact that they can maneuver better in zero gravity than the Galra drones because right. of the jetpacks. Mm-hmm. And then when Pidge actually turns the gravity back on and the drones just fall and she's able to take out, take them out then. Yeah. Um, Pitch showed some pretty good fighting skills. Oh yeah. yeah. Pitch is great. Um, don't mess with her. She yeah. will, she will, she will mess you up. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, and, and I'm going to cop to this, even though it, it came out just before, uh, we started recording. I didn't make the connection that they called the yepper a yepper. Cause all she ever says is, yep. <laughs> I didn't make that connection until, I went before we started recording. I was like, I told Jeremy, I was jealous he was doing this uh, this recap because I wanted to just go, yup. And then I think you said, yeah, I gotta love the the upper. And I went, oh, that's why that's why they called it a yupper. Light oh. bulb. Oh, it was li- <laughs> like literally. There's lights behind me, and there was one above my head at that point. It was great. So I, I will cop to my own stupidity when it happens. Yep. Um, <laughs> perfect. And we get another. You know, crazy member of the Galra Empire who can do another crazy thing with their well, their body, I guess. In this case, he's got you know the big robotic arms that he uses normally, mm-hmm. and then when he kind of you know, I guess you'd call it venom, like the venom from like Bane with Batman, yeah, injects it, and all of a sudden he hulks up. Um, that was great. Um, yeah, I- I'm sure that's going to come back in the next season because he yeah. doesn't die. Nope, and he obviously Actually, has unfinished business. Sure, but and to be honest with you, he's actually happy because his yepper's still there. Right. So he's not that upset. <laughs> well, yeah. So he's not as mad as he could be, but I can see when the Galra, you know, starts to come after the Voltron team next season. Oh, yeah. You know, they're going to round up everyone that had any um, interaction with them. And he would, I could see him being turned into a robeast. Uh, yeah, I mean, there is a certain amount of punishment that's probably to be expected when you let right. one of the... Because uh, they were using Slav to get actually build weaponry as well. That's probably how the dude got his arms. <laughs> yeah, so I'm sure. I wouldn't be surprised. And, but on, on the other hand, he does have that, that memory stick that he... Um, when he was torturing Slav, he did get some information, so he might be able to use that as leverage. Oh, uh, yeah, that's true. Exactly. Um, yeah, we get that great moment with Lance at the end where he, yeah. and it was great too, because in, from the limited amount of like shooting and hunting I've done in my life, you know, I remember my grandfather when I was younger, specifically telling me before you take a shot, exhale, right? That way your, your, your oxygen's, your oxygen's low, but it's not depleted. So your body's at, at, is at its most relaxed or whatever the reasoning is for it. And then you take the shot and he did it. Right. Um, he, uh, he might get a nice little nickname for himself because of that fact later on, but <clears throat> so, well, and then also 
you know, at the end, like Shiro's like, that's when we brought our sharpshooter. Yep. And just kind of validates Lance's boasting at the beginning of the episode. Oh God. Yeah. And it's, it's also a nice uh, dichotomy between the end of the last episode, and this episode where, you know, Shiro's told Keith, if something happens to me, foreshadowing, hint, 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 I keep doing it. I want you to take control of the team, lead the black lion. So Keith is, you know, giving hunk his due for what, for what he did. The end of this one, Shiro's being Shiro. Shiro's good job. We brought our sharpshooter. So it's, ah, man, I don't know. I should just showing what a, what a good leader Shiro is. Yeah, but it's also like, we're totally killing Shiro soon. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to kill him. So, hey, hope you guys like Keith because Shiro's going to die soon. <laughs> aye, aye, aye. Yeah. So, yeah, so a lot of great moments this episode. And yeah. this is, this one is focused purely on the, you know, the threesome of Pidge, Lance, and Shiro. So there's no right. other outside character yeah, there, building it at all. So. There was no going to the castle or anything. Right. So this this is very much like one of the first episodes, the beginning of the season, which is just purely a story, a, a contained story for three characters. So, well, uh, do you have anything else you want to bring up? Um, I like that it was called Beta Traz. I thought that was cool. Nice name for the kind of playing off of Alcatraz. I, um, I didn't even get that until just now. So there you go. There, I, <laughs> I don't feel so bad. The actually the naming uh, functions this episode, this season have been interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, like a lot of them almost like, okay, the next episode, which we'll cover next week is called staying alive. Like it literally is playing off the, the Bee Gees song. Um, then after that, best laid plans, um, blackout, like it, it, they're almost like taking like cultural, either touchstones or sayings and stuff and using them for episodes. Now, obviously Shiro's escape isn't from anything, but yeah. Um, space small. What are you going to name it? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> they could have named it four people dress up as pirates and go to a facility that sells things <laughs> or hunk becomes Gordon Ramsay. There's your episode title. <laughs> so yeah, I, I, I like the whole beta trash thing. You know, they're not afraid to be like, what, what should we call it? Well, there's Alcatraz. How about beta trash? Sold. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so, yep, that's all I got. It was a good episode and uh, we still have another piece of the puzzle here coming together as people are, you know, we've got the, the skull trite, uh, we now have uh, Slav, so we can build the gravity device to hide yeah, the... Yeah, the he builds dove. the gravity well, or whatever they call it. Right. Um, and, you know, Slav is just annoying enough where you're like, okay, you're annoying me, but he's not overwhelmingly so that it... He was a little overwhelming here, but I think they tone him down. Actually, yeah. I, I, yeah. I won't argue that at all. I think no. you're right. So, yeah, so that's all I got. All right, cool. Um, well, uh, thanks, everyone, for watching. Uh, like we said earlier, uh, please send us email feedback at povpodcast.com contact us on twitter or instagram pov underscore podcast or give us on facebook at pov podcast or just leave us a comment on our website um we'd love to hear from you we'd love to hear what you think of the season and um you know if we get enough feedback for a feedback episode maybe we'll have that at the you know end after um after the season ends absolutely we do that um, you know, make us do more work. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, uh, thanks everyone for watching and we will see you next week. Bye everyone.